is good, everybody. R.B. here. Welcome back on into the show. Philly Take with R.B. presenting to you Sixers post game live. Shout out to everybody in the house, man. I know we're late. I know we're late. We'll discuss why. We will discuss why. But the most important matter of business is that the Sixers get the W 115 to 109 over the San Antonio Spurs. Sixers advancing to 27 and 19 on the season. The Sixers, despite going on the road, little bumps, you know, it came down to the last couple minutes somehow, some way, but the Sixers pull it off. We're going to discuss it all. We'll even take some live caller reactions. Hit that like button for your boy. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're now on the road to 17K subscribers. We're bringing constant news coverage, play-by-play, post-game shows like this, and a whole bunch more. Much love to everybody in the chat, man. Thank you all for being here late with me on a Sunday night. Don't know if we'll be here a long time, but we are here for a good time right now. Uh, before we break down this game, the reason we were late, as you probably saw, um, I just watched probably the craziest NFL game I've watched in a long, long time. It's been a mad, mad day. NFL football playoffs First, the Bucks and the Rams get absolutely spicy earlier. And then I just watched the Chiefs and the Bills go down wire, toe-to-toe, down the wire, into OT. That I mean, I can't follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That is uh, a summation, what I was putting out on Twitter of what I was feeling. I can't believe what I just saw in that game. Um, those were the two craziest games I've seen in a while. Guys, follow me on Instagram and Twitter right now. Uh, the links are down in the description. Uh, that was just the craziest game. I'm not even going to talk any more about it. Um, that was absolutely insane. Sports are the greatest thing in the world, and that is why. That is why. Anyway, into what we need to talk about. The Sixers get the W. We start off with this. Shout out to my guy, Sean Bernard. Joe B guys, is uh, a really good basketball player, and he just gets better each game. He constantly... Drops people's jaws every single night. When you think he's hit the peak, when you think he's hit the climax, he just keeps on getting better. And once again, Joel and B, guys, I know it's like a broken record player at this point. He comes down and he gets the W for the Sixers. He puts this team on his back. I know we're playing against a San Antonio team that's 17 and 30. They're struggling. They're not that good, but they have some decent young talent. They definitely have more talent. And last time we played them, when I think we beat them by like 19 or 20 points. But the Sixers go down the stretch again. A game where they're up by a lot. Then they let the other team sneak right back in. They don't, you know, put their foot down on the gas pedal. The Spurs come rocking all the way back. And then the Sixers down the stretch hit a couple big buckets. Uh, Joel Embiid was pretty much the main force of that. Uh, but 12 straight games now, guys, for Joel Embiid with 30 or more points on the road. 12 in a row. 12 consecutive road games with more than 30 points. I mean, that is just absurd to think about, okay? I will say it time and time again, and I will say it on every single piece of content. Joel Embiid is playing the best basketball in the world right now. That is no disrespect to anybody else. There are very good players in this league. There are many guys who are having great seasons, but nobody is playing better basketball than Joel Embiid. I mean, we're talking about not only just hitting like every single shot that I see this guy take, but how about the fact he's going behind the back? 
with some of these passes. How about that pass? It was almost like a no-look. Two guys cutting, and then Furkan cuts the baseline, and Joel hits him in crunch time. Joel Embiid uh, was the calmest I've ever seen him going down the stretch, toe-to-toe. He knew that he had to win this game, and that's exactly what he did. 38 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists. Another magnificent game for Joel Embiid. I know he shot the ball a ton of times. I don't mind it at all. And Joel Embiid can just continue to lead us to where we need to go. Obviously, this team is not a finished product. We need help, all this and that. But it is just special watching Joel Embiid play basketball right now. I would love to pull up, if I can find it, um, just, just the picture of... His stats over the last 15 games. I mean, it's almost unreal, right? Even the last three games, the last four games. Over the last four games, guys, he's averaging 40 points a game. How is that even humanly possible? Joel Embiid in the last three games, 50 points, 40 points, and 38 points. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's above levels of comprehension, guys. Joel Embiid is just special. I don't know what else I can say about it at this point. And to cap it off like I always do, if you are one of those people that are okay with wasting this right now, I I just have to disagree profoundly with you. Because Joel Embiid, I, I don't, I'm starting to think he's on that level where he's not even human at this point. I mean, it's, we've come to expect 30-plus a game. Over the month of, I think it's over the month of January, he's averaging, what, 34 points a game? It's just unreal. Here's the play I was talking about, by the way. Look at this pass, man. Look at that. A no-look fur cutting to the basket. Like, come on, bro. What other center besides Jokic is making this play? I mean, it's unreal, man. It's unreal. Here's the picture I was talking about. In the month of January, Joel Embiid averaging 33.4 points a game. He's, he's averaging more points a game than minutes per game. MVP'd in the chat. By the way, shout out to everybody in here, man. Hit that like for your boy. I see we got the channel members up in the house, man. Showing up and showing out like always. J-Abs, RJ7, David, Johnny. Shout out to everybody else in the house, man. This is, look, he's averaging more points a game than minutes per game. <laughs> Come on, man. 56% from the field in the month of January. 10 rebounds a game, five, almost five assists, over one block. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's, it's crazy, bro. Oh, my gosh, man. He's a, and, and look at this play. Look at this high IQ play in crunch time. He cuts the basket when the Sixers are, are crumbling, man. They're only up six. Four minutes to go. Embiid has the IQ to cut like a damn wing. Look at this, man. I mean, the IQ. Look at this. Unbelievable. There was even another play. Uh, that I can pull up here. Not only is he doing it on the offensive end, how about the defensive end, man? Look at this. Look at this IQ from Joel. It, it's a, a PNR up top, right? But Joel's he's directing uh, Charlie Brown Jr. to get to the other side and Furkan to roll over to the left. That way, when Joel sets the screen, he ends up getting the ball back. He's going to have uh, the right shooter on the right side so he can kick it out to them. The right side of him is what I'm saying. The left side of the court, but his the, the, the better side for him. This is just the IQ. Like, I feel like Joel Embiid is like a damn quarterback. He's reading this entire court. Like, he just, he studies it. He knows it. It's crazy, man. Look at this play. Look at, back to look at this high IQ play, man. 
He's going to set the pick. He's going to roll, gets it. And then he had Furk on transition to that side. Look at that, man. And Furk knocks it down. Unbelievable, dude. Unreal, man. Shout out to Lauren Rosen. Always does a great job. Joel Embiid has now scored 30 or more in 20 games this season already. All right. That's pretty much what we'll say about Joel Embiid. I, I mean, you can go on and on about it. I know I probably have for way too long now. But anyway, uh, other players in this game, I thought Tobias Harris had his normal 18 points per game. You know, he's around that 20 range, 18 on 13 shot attempts. I thought Tobias had a couple nice uh, cuts to the basket. I thought he made a couple nice decisions with the ball early on. It seemed like even when we needed a bucket, right, Tobias Harris, um, he was a little more aggressive tonight when he needed to be, and I like that. He also went 6-for-6 six six from the free throw line, and he had 11 rebounds. So that is the hustle and the heart I want to see out of Tobias Harris, and I was satisfied with Tobias tonight. Maxi 18 points on 14 attempts. Thought Maxi missed a couple of those easy layups that he usually uh, overshoots a little bit. But overall, Tyrese Maxi trying to do his best. The one thing I did notice about Maxi was uh, his pick-and-roll defense has to get better, and I, I was surprised that Doc Rivers... Uh, allowed it to go on for so long. I saw about five possessions and about eight tries where Tyrese Maxey gets beat off the screen um, and Joel gets stuck in between two and usually makes the wrong decision. And, well, I mean, it resulted in an easy floater or an easy bucket for Derek White or DeJounte Murray. And, um, you know, that's ha that has to get fixed. I don't want to see that pick and roll uh, defense and, and the holes there. I just didn't like that. So I hope he gets picked up. Furkan Korkmaz had 17 tonight. Now, Knowing me, and if you come out to the live streams, the play-by-plays, you know that, well, within a Philly Take with RB stream, once I talk smack about somebody, they step up and they prove me wrong. It just, it's a tradition. It happens. So in the first quarter, I tweet out, Furkan Korkmaz is unplayable because I saw him take about two or three shots in a row, either off one foot or from 45 feet out or, or just make a bad play. And I he airballed a couple times, and it's like, Furkan, come on, bro. Furk, you got it. Like, we need more consistent bench help. And what happens? Furkan Korkmaz, as soon as I tweet that out, starts to hit his shots, finishes 7 for 13 from the field. Had one of his best games in a while. So I really do think it's a – it's. I'm going to start using it as a good luck charm. You know, when, we, when I talk about somebody, they're just going to step it up. So anytime a player is playing bad, it is now my duty – to start talking smack. But in all, all seriousness, though, Furkan, three for five from deep, had a great game. We need more of that, man. We need more. I still think Daryl Morey needs to target some guys at the deadline, and I think our bench is still a little bit inconsistent. Niang went one for five tonight. Um, and once again, we were we were limited. You know, We were stripped of a lot of our guys. Matisse is out. Danny's out. Curry was out again. Shake. Who knows where Shake Milton is, man? It, it feels like an eternity since I've seen Shake Milton play uh, for this team, man. And I think Daryl Morey, besides obviously the main obvious target, you know, the 2-5 trade and all that, I think Daryl Morey has to, has to, has to get at least one or two uh, ball handlers, sharpshooters at the deadline for the bench. And I probably will be putting out a piece on my thoughts on who we can get. Um, that'll probably come out within maybe like a week or so. So definitely stay tuned for that. Shout out to everybody who watches all the content on this channel. Um, and shout out to everybody in the house, man. Kevin, what's up? Um, Mr. J, what's up? Legendary, what's up, bro? Uh, Luge, what's going on, man? What's going on? I should have said two fives playing bad. Yeah, that that's the one guy that I don't I don't think it'll work on, <laughs> but we'll see, man. Uh, Kane, what's going on? Anyway, 
Um, yeah, that's my take on the game, guys. And Drummond did all right. Isaiah Joe at eight points. But, you know, he's he hasn't had his rhythm ever since Doc really took him out early on, and he just doesn't really have the chance anymore to get that rhythm going. He had 27 minutes played tonight because we were shorthanded. But I think Isaiah Joe just doesn't look the same that he did before. He had that spark early on in the season, didn't get a lot of time, and that was that. Now, I would be going, um, you know, I, I would be kind of disrespectful here if I did not mention Charlie Brown Jr., who only had seven points in this game, but he did play 27 minutes, and Charlie Brown Jr. had a great spark defensively in the absence of Matisse Thibel, in the absence of Danny Green once again. Charlie Brown Jr. stepped it up, and I thought he made a couple great plays. I, I saw the IQ, you know, um, he had a couple nice steals in this game. And Charlie Brown Jr., I mean, at least he made a couple layups tonight, right? He's been struggling offensively. But what I like about Charlie Brown Jr. is the kid hustles, right? He comes on the floor. We know we're not expecting him to be, like, some crazy role player or anything like that. He's just the unknown hometown kid coming out, and he's earning. There's the, if you see the play right there, the nice steal he had. Read it like a book, and he got it done, man. He got it done. So uh, I thought Charlie Brown Jr. did great tonight. Um, the Sixers shot well as a team from deep, 44%. And, uh, you know, obviously the Spurs had a couple guys go off, right? Well, t- obviously DeJounte Murray I don't think had his best game, 19 points on 14 attempts. But I don't know, man. Is, is it just me? And I would love when we open the phone lines in a few minutes. I would love somebody to give me their thoughts on this. But – I'm just watching DeJounte Murray, and I'm watching Derek White, right? And I'm watching some of these cats over there for the Spurs, even Dougie McBuckets. Um, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is the Spurs' plan? You know, like, the Spurs actually have some decent young talent or some guys that could contribute on better teams. And I feel like they've tried to go guard heavy. They tried to stack up, but the Spurs just aren't getting it done. And it seems like a new era's coming, right? Uh, looks like the end of the line for Coach Popovich. Um, I don't know, man. DeJounte Murray is, he just strikes me as like, he's going to be real good. He keeps getting better and better. And man, if he was on this team, it would, uh, it would be pretty interesting. It would be pretty interesting. So yeah, DeJounte Murray, somebody save him from San Antonio, whether it's the Sixers or somebody else, but I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't, um, Spurs have a lot of good young talent, right? Even guys like Lonnie Walker, uh, Devin Vassell, those guys had 14 and 15 off the bench, respectively. Um, and, yeah, man, you know, Jakob Pertl had 25 points. Jakob Pertl, like, I don't know. The, the Sixers are still having some trouble contending at the rim. They're still having some trouble in terms of rebounding the ball. But um, it's it's really just, like, the prolific, like, heroics of Joel Embiid that just pulls it out. Now, I've sounded pretty positive so far. I'll be honest, though, like, we, we we shouldn't have let this game come back and, and get real close. We shouldn't have let this game come down, you know, to the last couple minutes where we're hanging on by a thread against this team. That can't happen, but it's the NBA. It's a long season. It feels like every game this year for the Sixers has either been where we start out hot and then we let the other team come back and we finish it off close, or we're behind by a lot, we're struggling by halftime, and then we just blow it out of the water. And this was one of the first kind of games. And I mean, we, you know, we took a nice convincing lead late there in the third and I thought we were good. And I I don't know. It's just something about this team. One thing I do notice about this team is that they're very slow. Uh, We still need guys that are going to really pick up the pace and really make it um, a much more cohesive unit 
Um, I, I think sometimes we get too slow. I feel like the offense is so dependent on Joel Embiid that, you know, we need to make something happen sometimes. And it's, it's, it kind of sucks when you don't have a lot of creators on the floor. But um, at the end of the day, we pull out the W and I'm happy about it. And it's another win. You know, we have a pretty fair schedule coming up next couple games. We should win most of them. And hopefully we are able, you know, to make that happen. But, um, you know, other than that, I mean, let's go. It was another game for Joel Embiid where he's just getting it done, man. And 38 points is the, the reason we won this game. Joel Embiid is a transcendent star. Joel Embiid is on another level, on another universe. Joel Embiid is out of this world. And he's playing the best basketball in the world. And he just makes everybody better. And I think we need to get him some help. And I think if we do, I don't think this team is really far off. Now, they do need to be more consistent. But we're going to need some playmakers, man, no doubt. We're, we're going to need some guys that can uh, that can take some of the load off Joel's shoulders. And, yeah, that needs to happen because Joel's just too great right now. Shout out to David coming in with a $5 donation. Great channel member. Thank you, David. Says, great dub tonight, Sixers. Embiid, MVP, and I won Casey bet, baby. Yes, sir. I love it, man. That was, like I said, the reason we came on here late was because we were watching that game. Uh, that was the craziest, craziest game I've seen in a while. Absolutely insane, man. Um, that was just an up, you know, absurd game, and that's just the beauty of sports, like I said. You know, just having games like that, in general, where, you know, I mean, there, there's no reason that, that Casey should have even tied the game up. Um, but then they did. And then here we are. And then that ha- and then goes to overtime. I wish the Bills would have had a chance. But unfortunately, that is how the rules are. Oh, one more thing I wanted to point out. I don't know why the Sixers brought up Jaden Springer if he's not going to play at all. You know, he's had uh, a couple games now. He's been up with the Sixers, and he's actually been doing pretty well in the G League. I don't get why we can't get him a, a couple minutes here and there. We can't get him a couple minutes here and there. I just don't get it. He's a first-round pick. I get he's a project. He's not going to play much, but come on, man. Jaden Springer has to at least step on a court once a season. He has to step on a court once, man. So hopefully we get to see him uh, and see how that goes. But anyway, that's kind of where we're at. Um, And I would love to hear from everybody else. I would love to hear from everybody else. What do you guys think about this game? Are you happy? Are you frustrated that it was as close as it was? What are we thinking going over the next couple weeks? Give me all your thoughts down in the comment section and call into the show. 215-798-7638. Call into the show. Hit the like button for your boy. We're up here. It's 1040 at night, but we are here pumping it out as always, man. Shout out to everybody in the house. KP, what's going on, man? Shout out to another great channel member. KP says, who would I trade for DeJounte Murray? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't know who I would trade for DeJounte Murray because it would have to make sense for both teams. Um, And I just don't know who the Spurs would want other than another young prospect, right? And maybe the Spurs would want 2-5. I mean, obviously, that's that's the obvious one. Maybe 2-5 could come in there, right, if Greg Popovich is still coaching. They have a lot of young guards. Maybe a forward could definitely do them some justice. But then again, is 2-5 going to want to go to the Spurs? Are they going to want to deal with that? Because I'll tell you something, Greg Pop is not going to deal 
with any BS. That's who Greg Pop is, man. He's not going to deal with that kind of stuff. So who knows, man? Who knows? I just don't know uh, what else could happen. Uh, Marvin says, what's the call number? It's, it is on the screen, guys. Is it on the screen? Let me know. I think it is. Uh, 215-798-7638. Call into the show. Give me some thoughts. Probably just take a few callers tonight. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, I got to set up the Bluetooth. My fault, guys. My fault, guys. Hold up. Hold up. I got you guys, man. <sighs> Give me one second, guys. Apologize. Let's see. We'll get to some of the callers, man. We will get to some of the callers. I promise you that. Uh, but, yeah, call into the show. Give us your thoughts. Um, what do you think about this game, man? Let's go to the call in line. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yeah, hello? Yo, what's going on, man? Turn the uh, turn the yeah, audio down in the background, bro, uh, on the stream. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, you're good, man. Wait, I'm not on air. Say again? Yeah, I can't hear you that well, though. All right, my fault. Uh, what do you want? You want like an opinion on JoJo? I like you too. Uh, Press one to start the call or two to decline. Press one to start the call or. Hold up. Hello. Right. I, I feel just, look, I, I just have- just give us whatever you got, man. Like the game JoJo, whatever you whatever you're thinking about, man. All right. So I think Doc Rivers. He just set this game up to be real with you. Like, I don't understand how, like, a whole team with two, without two superstars are playing can come back in the fourth quarter with Will and Beasley on the floor. And, like, Seth Curry needs to step it up, bro. They really need to run the two man game. And I feel like if we get rid of Ben Simmons out of Deadman, my three targets, obviously, number one, which everyone wants is Daniel Lillard, which is maybe like 25% chance happening. Number two, I would really like this is going to shock everyone. I would like Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is a baller, though. Like, I don't think he's that, that good, but he's decent enough, bro. He could be your second option with Will and Beast. You know, he's got the good style. He's got, he's like a pass first point guard who can score if he needs to. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to happen, though, because Chicago's in win mode and they have a pretty good team as well. I, I just don't see that happening. But, I mean, I would like Lonzo. I would like a player like that. Yeah, me too. But like, so my number three, I got to think hard about. Maybe like number three, and maybe like uh, I like De'Aaron Fox. Like De'Aaron Fox and nobody else. But I wouldn't trade Tyrese Maxey. I would trade, I would trade uh, Ferb and uh, Shake Milton, goddamn um, Matisse Thybul, and a couple picks with Ben Simmons and Poozie. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, I mean, the Kings are definitely a suitable trade partner. I predict that he is going to go there, um, but they're definitely in the top three, I would say, and I think I think it's all about trying to get a, a couple more picks, maybe Tyrese Halliburton in there, but I could definitely see the Kings trying mm-hmm. to shake things up, no doubt. Yeah, all right, my last pick before I let you go, right? Yeah. I like how I like how we declined Jeremy Grant because if you think about it, Tobias Harris and Jeremy Grant, they play on the spot on the floor. Like they're, they're both they're pretty much the same players, which is like yeah. they both would they be on the same spot of the floor, like it would just be very awkward. 
And John Collins coming coming to Philadelphia would be so bad for the Sixers. Like John Collins isn't really what we need to do. That's basically Tobias Harris with a more consistent shot. It's yeah. not as athletic, you know. Yeah, I think I, I I don't know about those fits either, especially with uh Tobias Harris, but um, all good points, man. I like the first one the best about Doc Rivers. Definitely something, uh, you know, we're going to talk about. But I appreciate the call, my man. Thank you. All right, for sure, man. Be safe. God Thank bless. You, man. You too. Yeah, Doc Rivers, man. This team, uh, it's rough, man. They, they, I feel like Doc gets very complacent uh, as a coach on this team. And if you guys saw my video, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but uh, I was kind of ranting on Doc Rivers because, you know, when he asked – when he responded to the question asked by Austin Krell, and I just don't like that arrogant attitude, especially with a team who, right now, we the future is very uncertain, right? We don't know uh, much about what is what is going to be of this team in, in a couple weeks, and we're frustrated, and you know we're allowed to ask questions after a 24-point blown lead, and I, I just feel like Doc, every time they show him, he's just relaxed, he's just doing his thing, and... I don't know. I need to see more energy. I need to see something different from Doc. It's just been a lot of the same. But uh, let's go to the lines. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hello? Hey. Yo, yo, what's going on? It's RV? Yeah, what's up, man? I'm sorry, Doc. I couldn't hardly hear you, man. Oh, you're hey, good, man. man. Great. What's up, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, I didn't have this number. I just got it. I just uh just message you in trying to get the number but I got it now. Yep, no hey, I just wanted to comment on the wanted to comment on the game, guy. Hey, I wanna just say one thing to the fans out there. Uh uh by the way, I'm RB, my name's Marvin, man. I'm down in Dallas and I'm actually a Bulls fan, but I wanna just wanna call in and get some positive perspective from the other side. Thank and you. I love Thank you very much, sir. I Appreciate love it. Yep. Hey. Check it out, man. Let me let me explain something to these Philly fans, man. I wish we had a dilemma like Simmons because, guys, if you guys can understand one thing, you're going to end up getting somebody when you don't have anybody doing anything right now. If you get anything for Simmons, it's a plus. You got Joel on that team. Guy, he is a beast. And if you get anything for Simmons, you're going to look better. This is the team. Philly, I've been really wanting to talk with you, RB, because all of my buddies back home in Chicago, they talk about – uh, Brooklyn, they talk about this and that, and I've always told them, Philly is the team to watch for. You guys got a great team. Oh, couple yeah. of holes, but don't we all? Who has lost, lost a tough one again tonight? Man, you should have heard the fans. And I hear your fans all the time, and I know you go through it, and hey, man, salute, salute to you, man, because you hang in there tough, man. Hey, much but respect to you, I just, man. Yeah, man, I just wanted to say, stay with it, man. You 100, you're, hey, man, you, you you are just passionate about your team. That's what I like, man. I like somebody that's being passionate, true to their team. Call it like it is, good or bad, you with them. I'm the same way with my boys. But I did want to say, I want to all the fans, man, you guys need to get off, Billy. They all right, man. You guys are playing one or two games out of the best uh, record in the East. And you're looking, you're, you're, you're raising up, man, because if you get anything for Simmons, guys, you're going to be awesome. I'm not going to hold you because I know you got callers, man, but I'm in Dallas, my name's Marvin. I'm going to be calling you all the time. My first time getting your, your Marvin, numbers up hey, there. I hate much yeah. love to you calling in, my guy. And I appreciate you as a even a fan of another team just, you know, hanging out, chopping it up. But it's very refreshing hearing a, another take and, and someone with some positivity about the team. And I love it, man. I love it. 
Hey, man, you know what? RB, I listen. I watch you every night. You guys play. I had never, never had a chance. Had never had a chance to call in. Man, you catch it. I hear those fans up there, man, and I'm thinking, boy, it's, you know what they need? Well, they don't need this, but if, if lo and behold, if anything happened to Embiid, they would understand what you're talking about, yep. and I mean that. Yep, man, I love it, man, I love it. Hey, appreciate the call in, my guy. Shout out to you, bro. Hey, no, one more thing, though, RB, before you yeah. go. I just wanted to relate it to, to your fans. Yeah. My Bulls, my Bulls are without Zach Levine and five other starters, and we lost to Orlando tonight. Got mm. it. Hang in there, because I'm hanging in there. So hang in there, guys. Bulls are a good team, man. Shout out to you, bro. Hey, much love to the caller, man. It's nice hearing some uh, some positivity for once, bro. It's nice hearing some positivity. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. We got a raid coming in here from Rocha. What's going on, my guy? Shout out to Rocha. Uh, the GOAT, man. The GOAT. Shout out to everybody coming through in the chat, man. Hit the thumbs up for your boy. Subscribe to the channel. We're on a post-game live. Uh, we do play-by-play news coverage as well. Thank you guys for tuning into the chat. Roach is the GOAT, man. Hope the Warriors won. Not sure if they did, but uh, let me know in the chat if they did. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to shout out to Roach, man, the GOAT. Uh, definitely check him out if you have not yet at Roach Entertainment for anyone in my chat. Um, good vibes as always, man. It's the guy. So much love to him. And shout-out to the caller, man. Shout-out to Marvin, the Bulls fan. Um, it was actually nice hearing – some perspective for once from a different team's fan who is positive about Philadelphia. Like that comes far and few in between, man. That comes far and few in between. Like at, people actually showing love to Philadelphia. Cause I feel like everybody on the national stage just tries to hate this team. Like they don't give Embiid the respect he deserves. They don't give this team any credit at all. And I understand why with all the drama going on, but like Joel Embiid's playing on an all world level right now. And, um, uh, yeah, shout out to Marvin. I, I do hope he calls in more. Um, and yeah, man, that was that was a great call. That was a great call. So much love to him. But he was absolutely right. You know, if we get anything back in this trade, we are playing once again with a $30 million hole in the roster. We've been playing like this the whole season. Um, and he's right. We're in the top half of the Eastern Conference. We're we're fighting, we're battling, and B is gonna need some help. But if he does get the help, like just imagine. Just imagine what this team uh can be, and I think he deserves it at this point. I think he deserves to even have a shot talking about it, right? He deserves to have some say in it because he has earned that. You know how Doc Rivers the other night said, I earned that? No, Joel Embiid earned that. So um, he said, we did. You already know, of course we did. All right, shout out to the Warriors, man. Warriors are a great team. Wish them the best of luck as well. And shout out to all the new viewers, man. Uh, We'll be back on a Sixers play-by-play on Tuesday night. So definitely come out, hang out for the stream. We definitely get lit up in here, man. So thank you guys for tuning in, no doubt. Johnson's all world level. Yeah, we're he's he's on an all world level. He's on a different level. I don't care if we're winning or losing the games. I'm talking about Joel Embiid himself. He's doing everything he can. He's averaging above 33 a game in the month of January. Joel Embiid needs help, man. He needs help right now, but I mean, just imagine if we get another piece on this team. Just imagine if we can get a piece. And we better make a move, man. We better make a move, man. Sam says, I was subbed to both of you guys. Shout out to Rocha, man. The GOAT. Shout out to Jay, man. Says, leave a like. Yeah, everybody hit that like button for your boy, man. We're out here uh, taking some calls, getting some thoughts on the game. Sixers and Spurs. Sixers pulling one out late if you're just tuning in. 115 
to 109. But yeah, let's go back to the lines, man. Let's get some thoughts. Yo, what's going on? You're live on the show. Yo, what up? Yo, what up? Is this still a take with RB? It's me, man. What's going on? What you got for me? Oh, man. Uh, hey, I just want to say I love, love what you do. Um, been listening in a while. Appreciate I didn't, it. I didn't even think you'd pick up. So Thank you, bro. <laughs> always, always, man. What you got for me? Damn. Yeah. Um, hey, I mean, MVP'd, right? I'm, I'm, I'm at my uh, college dorm in Boston. All these oh, annoying man. Celtics fans around me. <laughs> You are you an, uh, yeah, a man. local or, or are you from Boston? No, I I was born and raised in Boston, but my dad's from Philadelphia, and uh, and I, I know you I know you censor your uh, the words, but let's just say through the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a Celtics man. I'm I'm glad, but uh, yeah, it, it must be a pain <laughs> having a you know. I bet like all your friends and, and all your close people around you are Celtics fans, so. It must not be fun. All yeah, the time. man. I mean, they don't. They're like the rest of. The, they're like the rest of the people. They they're not respecting Joel and B for for the greatness that he's shown us. And every time he takes that that mid range jump shot, I just <laughs> I oh, say yeah. to myself like, yeah, yeah. I, like it's it's incredible. I mean, I I'm not old enough. I, I wasn't old enough to see AI, but like, this is just this is just crazy what he's doing. It's unreal, man. It's I feel like people have come to expect at this point, like, oh, 32, oh, that's normal Joel. Oh, 37, that's normal Joel. But when you really, like, put it into perspective, like, this is a seven-foot man who's 280 pounds. Like, it's it's not even real sometimes. And he's doing this with yeah. what kind of help around him. You know what I mean? Like, look at the other guys on this team. And then look at Joel Embiid. It's just, it's insane, man. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, and that, that leads me right to this. Like, what do we do at this deadline? I, I'm actually, I reached a point today where I was like, you know what? I, I'm really torn because I, I reached a point where I was like, I, I'm fine with, I'm fine with not doing anything. I want James Harden. I want to go all in. I don't care how much we pay him. I don't care how much we give up to get him. I want to pair Joel Embiid. Let's get that Kobe shaft going. Like, I don't care. But then another part of me is just like, you, you got to give this guy something because he, he might not yeah. play better than he's doing right now. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and I, I hear you on the hard point. I get it. I want that. I've wanted that for six months now. But I just can't bank on going into the offseason, wasting this season, and just saying, all right, let's hope we get a guy like James Harden. You know, let's hope we get a player of that caliber. Oh, I, I agree. just can't do that anymore as just a diehard patch. Like, I can't waste – this season, you know what I mean? We need to get some help right now. And I hope it's a great player. I hope yeah. it's a player of that tier. I just don't know, man. I hope Maury pulls something out of the bag. Yeah, man. I, I mean, those deals that have come up in uh, the rumors, they're, they're, they're okay. I, I mean, that uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I like the idea of Halliburton. He's got a nice length. You pair him with Maxi, yeah. Steph to the bench maybe, or Maxi to the bench. And um, Buddy Hill, the shooter. I mean, I tell you what, if you could do a three-way deal, and get DeJounte Murray and Buddy Heald or something like that. Yeah. I'm just throwing out names. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a can, mega deal. You can man. be creative. Yeah, it's going to be a huge yeah. trade deal. It's a, Like Daryl Morey said, my favorite quote, it takes two or three to tango, maybe even four. So, I mean, it's going to be That's a right. huge, huge swap. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to have to, you know, strike on something big. But, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, bro. And, and yeah. what was your name again? 
Uh, Elliot, I, I've been I've subscribed to you for a little bit. I'm, I'm a big Sixers fan and so and uh, uh, Eagles. Elliot, I appreciate you, bro. Rocking from Boston, man. Hey, hold it down for us down there, all right? Or up there? Yeah, wait. Uh, yeah, RB, just one last thing before I come up. So, you are you in college? Uh, I'm not in college. I have graduated from college. Where you don't have to ask, but where, where did you go? I went to Rutgers. Okay. Wow. Nice. Yeah, um, did you? I, I'm just curious because I'm I'm into a lot of the, the like the stuff they do. I mean, it's it's awesome. I'm I'm not really interested in the YouTube, but just like the whole sports media and stuff. Like, yeah, did you did, did you major in like a in like a sports uh, production something like that? I actually did not, but um, definitely reach out to me on on like social media, man. Instagram, Twitter. That goes for anybody, man. Definitely uh, chat it up with Word. me, and I'll talk to you, bro. All right, bro. Thanks for having me. On. Much love, man. Shout out to Elliot. Rocking in Boston. So we got we got Marvin from Dallas. We got Elliot from Boston. Who's next, man? Loving the calls tonight. Great takes, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. We definitely got to get a couple more in here before we get off. But, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are at least enjoying this this version of Sixers postgame live. Um, like I said, I'm trying to diversify. We're going to be doing a couple different streams in the next couple weeks, you know, collabs. I have a huge one coming, guys. So you definitely got to hit that bell. And turn on the notifications because you're not going to want to miss it. I will tell you that, man. I will tell you that. But, hey, let's go back. Uh, let's see what we got on the line. We got a caller on the line. But before we get to that caller, hope they stay on the line. We got Kevin coming in with the $20 donation. Kevin, thank you, my man. Appreciate the support. Great channel memory. He says, the past two seasons, Embiid has been the best player I've ever seen. His impact on the game is actually unreal. Love the work you're doing, RB. Keep it up, bro. Kevin, much love, man. Thank you. That means more than you know, bro. Uh, yeah, Joel Embiid is on a different tier. And a lot of people, you know, like the last caller, didn't see AI. They didn't see that. This is their first time getting to see someone on, on their own team who is that great, man. Whether you're 12 years old, 13, 15, 20, 30, 40, it doesn't matter. Like, do not take this for granted, man. This is something of a of a different echelon, man. This is something crazy. They're going to talk about this for a long time, what Embiid is doing this year. But shout out to Kevin, man. I appreciate you. Let's go to the caller, man. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. What's up, RB, man? Listen, man. I see you have the fans calling, man. They show you love. They're not even really talking sports. They just want to talk to you. Let's get, let, hey, give me AI something, play. bro. Give me something. Let's go. All right. I, I see AI play. AI did 60-point game, 60-point game. But that's not going to win us a championship, right? Embiid is a great player. I love him to death. Trust me, I never want to get rid of him. But if he, if he can't play defense, what is 50 points if he can't win the game? Please make that make sense to me. Uh, what what part of that make makes sense? Because I don't, I don't think Joel Embiid by any means is the weakest defensive link on his team. I think he's one of the best defensive players on his team. He got dunked on by Cruz. Then he gave up another dunk because he didn't want to even get in front of him after that. He give up layups. He's like, he don't want, he's flat-footed in the paint the whole time. Every How's player, gets, like, every player he, gets dunked on. Like, I'm not going to fold him for getting dunked on by a player. I understand I mean. that, but he don't, he don't have any effort. I love him, but he's lazy on defense. You can tell all he wants is an MVP trophy. I, I can't say that. I, 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 I disagree with that. But you got to also realize Joel Embiid is doing everything in his right mind on offense. I mean – would, do you expect him to just be a, a workhorse 24-7? You know, I mean, he's he, the guy gets tired. Let's not forget, you know, he's not a, 
a six foot two point guard. This guy is carrying a lot of weight. So um, that's what I would say to that. But I, I don't think by any means he's a lazy defender. I wouldn't say that. I just hear, I hear a lot of praise, and I get it. I was praising him up until I seen the lazy defense, and I'm like, wow, you got to call it from both ends. You can't just say he's a great player and then you give up on defense because he's a big player or he's heavy or whatever you just said. He's one of you the. He's be probably great. the best defensive be player on his team. Kobe to be honest, give up on defense. Shaq didn't give up on defense. He gave us thirty point games and probably thirty blocks too. I don't have what, what does Shaq have around him? Sure. What was Shaq playing with around him, man? Come on, come on. Joel Embiid is the best Kobe. defender on his team. He's the best offensive player on his team. Joel Embiid is up there with the with the top defenders in terms of centers in the league, man. I don't know what you're looking at. Why? Okay. Do you let me ask you this? Do you have any problem with the defense of anybody else on the team? On the team, uh, you're thinking about it? Not that I can point out. Not that I, not can, that point I can point out, out, man. That's so. So Joel Embiid is the only defensive problem on this team. That's what you're saying. I, the only reason I'm pointing him out is because he so he prides himself on how much he scores, but he gives up on defense. It's like I don't like that. I like you to hustle on both ends of the court. I understand. I, I get the hustle point. I, I just, I think it's crazy that. I'd rather you give me 10 and win than give me 40 and lose. You could have even said Seth Curry, what? Tyrese Maxey. You said nobody. You, you just, you must hate Joel Embiid. What did, what did, what do you have against Joel? No, I like you? Joel. He's been here way long. Maxey's a two-year player. We can't really criticize him that he's growing. Who else did you say? Uh, that's, anybody that's else? Uh, I saw Furkan Korkmaz get torched about six times today. Uh, Seth Curry is usually a bad defender. I mean, come I, on, I, I don't I, personally. I could, I, I would give up for time in a trade. If you ask me, him yeah, and well, him me and you both, me and you both. But I, th- yeah. I think Furkan Korkmaz is a, a much more of a defensive problem than Joel Embiid. Yeah. Well, my I, biggest thing is not Joel and in, in, in the Ben Simmons thing, right? Yeah, you just willing to give him up to anybody at this point. Um, I would That's like to, I would like. like to provide value for the team because I think I don't want to waste this season from Joel. I've been waiting for the last six months to try to get something great. And I just don't know what's out there. Only Daryl Morey knows. Um, but I, I don't want to keep this going past the trade deadline. No, I don't. Yeah. And the last thing, Doc Rivers, Doc definitely earned, earned that. Doc earned that? He earned his, the way he, what did he, what did he yeah, earn? Doc is a great coach. Oh man, I know you're a troll. I know you're a troll. We got to get him off the line. That's one one strike, two strikes, three strikes, swing and a miss. You're out, bro. <laughs> what the hell is Doc Rivers earn? To be honest, hey, would you ask Coach Pop that question? Well, we were playing Coach Pop tonight. I bet they asked Coach Pop a few questions. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I know. I know they asked Coach Pop a few questions. And I don't think Coach Pop said, "Would you ask Doc Rivers that?" <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, we got to stop this. We got to stop this. I I know a 2-5 stand when I see one. I know a 2-5 stand. I can smell him out of the air now. And that was a 2-5 stand. Not that I thought he had, you know, a terrible take on everything. But I don't know what Doc Rivers has earned. What does Doc Rivers earn? Um, just go back and watch my video from the other day, man. That was, uh, that was interesting. Joel Embiid's a bad defensive player now. That's interesting. Joel Embiid, in, in my estimation, is probably one of the best defensive centers in the league. Does he take some possessions off? He does sometimes. But, uh, you know, he's. it's unfortunate his usage rate is probably like 96% at this point. So, I don't know. That's pretty interesting, man. That's pretty interesting. But uh, 
Hey, I look, I respect the dude for calling in and uh and going at it with me, man. It's it's much respect to him. Much respect to him. So is what it is, but uh we're gonna slander Joel on a night. He carries a team to another win. I I just think it's interesting. But uh let's go back to the line, man. Let's get another caller in here. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yeah, what up, four B. What up, man? LBZ, member. Who is it? It's LBZ. LBZ, member. what's up, bro? What's up, man? Yeah, hit that like and subscribe, y'all. I need to talk to you after that last caller. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable <laughs> Cowboys fan in Dallas that called into your show. That was weird. <laughs> so respectful. Yeah, man. Um, Doc Rivers and the health of him coaching this team. Yeah. Yeah, what what about it? Yeah, just keep going, man. Please give me some give me some. Last insight year here. he didn't feel like playing Maxie. Mm-hmm. When Maxie was clearly gonna be what he's blossomed into. This year Isaiah Joe gets minutes tonight, but he won't play him. Yeah. The way he's handling every dude, R B, you're sitting on the radio to me in YouTube. Philly radio up here. I moved to Massachusetts, so I listen to you. Hey, much love, With man. The accent. You go off and you defend who we listen to as fans. Yeah. Our reporters. Yeah. Our media. You're part of. Yeah. Hey, and, I, prefer, and Doc, I appreciate that, man. Doc, I'm feeling just uh, may not be the right coach for this team. He thinks he's top two. He's, <laughs> he's over his head in Philadelphia if he's saying, I deserve the respect of Pop. Doc, who are you compared to Pop? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Pops won five championships. Doc's won one, and uh, like I said the other day, you know, he's in the last eight years he hasn't made it out of the second round. Look at the players he's had on his rosters. I mean, it's kind of inexcusable to be honest. I'm just saying now, watching as a fan, I'm seeing the results. Doc coaching the same or a different game compared to what team we're playing. Like we played Orlando, and man, Embiid had a night. But he should have been out in the first half. Then. Yep. If Doc is playing the team in his Doc way, where our young players don't play, and the guy that we should be resting to make a run in the playoffs, hopefully after a big 2-5 trade, is burning himself out mm-hmm. now in the year. And we're going to talk about it. It's, you know, I just question Doc's health and the health for us as fans and as a team yeah. being our coach. Yeah, it's definitely concerning in my eyes, and, and I, I think that's a great point. I think Joel is being overutilized, and, you know, we're halfway into a season. You know, who who knows what he's going to look like in a couple months. You can't continue to, to use this guy 85 90% every single night. I mean, at some point you're going to get burned out, especially a guy of his size, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely concerning. And we'll meet him later on, man. RB, yeah. everyone listening, like and subscribe. RB's the truth. I don't get Philly Radio. I don't get WIP, all that. I get RB up here. Yeah, you're the man, bro. You rock, I really man. appreciate, I appreciate it, man. you. Thank you so much, bro. You do. Shout out to LVZ. Much love, man. Great channel member. Much love to him, man. Hey, yo, we're we're not the radio, but we are trying to uh, we're trying to provide a voice for the fans, man. That's what we're here. I see all you guys rocking in the chat. I mean, it's. What eleven? It's like eleven ten at night, and you guys are in here rocking, giving the comments. LVZ is a a prime example of that, man, and I appreciate him. He's the man. We'll probably take one more caller, guys. If you're if you know, 
like LVC, man. L- like LVZ said, man, hit the like button if you're in here. It takes one second. It helps the channel out, the content, uh, and subscribe, man. And check out the channel memberships. We're back up to 43 members, man. Let's keep it growing. Let's keep it going. Special things coming for the channel members soon. We're going to have a... Sp- we're going to have a specific members call in line only. We're, we're going to be doing big things with the memberships, man. So if you want to get your thoughts on the show, all that stuff, uh, definitely call in, man. Check out the channel memberships. Let's see who is uh, who's going to cap it off for us tonight, man. Yo, what's going on? We're on the show. Hello? Hello. Yo, what's up, man? Got some background noise going on. What's up? What's up, man? RB? Yo, what's up, man? You're on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man, I just wanted to say I have my 16-month-old son, man. He loves your intro. <laughs> when he hears your intro, he goes crazy. Oh, that's love. When man. I get home, I say, hey, perfect. He comes running to me, man. <laughs> that's love, man. <laughs> yeah. That's love. Yeah, for sure. But i um, I just want to go to, to to propose this trade and see what you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for you know, we've been hearing uh, reports from Sacramento that they're willing to give up Fox and um, Halliburton for for two five. Yeah. Um, and add some picks. Uh, that's that's the report that I that I read. And if they're willing to do something like that, I was thinking, you know. To, to keep Halliburton, flip Fox, and the picks from Sacramento for someone like uh, Brendan Ingram. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I would do that. Question is, would the Pelicans do that, and would Daryl Morey do that? Um, I think Daryl has this idea in his mind where it's like, we need a top certain player, but I think Brandon Ingram's definitely raising by the year, and he's an all-star already. He's a wing. He's a forward uh, more of forward, actually, and he can knock it down from all three levels. I think he'd be great on this team. I really do. Yeah, the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, we always talk about Tobias Harris um, not being the second guy on the championship team. Yeah. With Brandon Ingram, he's the second guy. Tobias Harris is the third or fourth guy. Is anything. Absolutely. Because yeah. we, now we have Oliver. See what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And And it's crazy because – even if you don't win this year, like just think about a core of Tyrese Maxey, Brandon Ingram, and Joel Embiid. That's pretty scary for the league, to be honest. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was just thinking about it. I was like, you know, let me throw it out there and see what, what, what uh, six or seven say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love Brandon Ingram on this team, and I, I hope we're at least doing our due diligence on him, you know? <laughs> right, for sure. But hey, man, thanks. Hey, shout out to you and shout out to your, uh, your son, man. Hey, appreciate the love as always. Of course, man. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Great caller, man. Another great caller. Uh, Kane says the ringtone. Yeah. Un- guys, you don't know how hard it is. I don't even need to say it, but, like, trying to, like, run this phone line right now and, like, do all this, it's very it's very hard. And then also talk on the show. This is why I need another co-host on these post games, man. But we got some things in the works, so don't don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm going to get better on it. Don't worry. Um, Birds Nation. Member for 11 months. Thank you, Birds Nation. Says we have to get something done soon. Ben got to go. Let me know in the chat, man. Drop a uh, drop a yes. Actually, no. Drop a one if you think this trade needs to be needs to get done by the deadline. Drop a two 
if you're okay with waiting until the offseason. Let me know what you think. Let me know in the chat. And just because the callers have been so great tonight, we're going to take one more caller. And shout out to the last caller um, who said that their son listens to the intro. Man, that's, that's crazy. Perfect. Perfect. I love it, man. I love it. We got a bunch of ones going in the chat, man. I love it. I love it. But, yeah, if you guys are new, by the way, and you're, you're just tuning in, uh, we do news coverage here, play-by-play. Sometimes we do post games like this. We're trying to diversify the content. We got interviews here on the channel, everything you can think of, covering the team from a fan's perspective. So uh, definitely check it out. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and definitely check out the channel memberships. I need y'all to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Let's keep it growing, man. But we need one more caller to uh, to cap it off, so we'll see what happens. MC says we need a producer. I definitely need a producer. That'd be lit. That'd be great. But um, <clears throat> MDM says I'm not a troll. I'm guessing that was the person that called in about the MB thing. Look, I respect it. I respect it. I don't agree with it, but at least I'll respect your call, and I, I appreciate you calling in and, and giving your thoughts just like everybody else. Um, it's what we do here. You know, we're getting the pulse of the fans. That is what we do. But anyway, let's go back for one more. Let's see who we got who's going to cap us off. What is going on? You are live on the show. Hey, what's up, RB? This Devin. What's up, Devin? Hey, not much. Love the show, man. Thank you, man. All right, what I want to say is this. One, people like to blame some stuff on Doc Rivers. But I look at it like this. When it comes down to the Sixers team, if you're a real Sixers fan and you love the team, you got to realize we like talent. And the talent that we have lacks consistency. And when it comes down to Joel Embiid, I feel like Joel Embiid do the best that he can. Yep. I heard a caller earlier say something about his defense. But when he even come down to Rudy Gobert, somebody like Ben Simmons smoked him and other people have done things to him because nobody on defense is going to be accurate on every single play. Exactly. That's just not realistic. Yep. So when it comes down to the 76ers team, I look at it like this. Our bench has lack of consistency. Court Myers, he is real streaky. Mm-hmm. The same way as Tobias Harris. The same way as um, Andre Drummond. I feel like we don't even call enough plays to set up Andre Drummond down low like he was doing in Cleveland. Because I feel like, truthfully, Maxie is a good upcoming player, but we lack a floor general. So by us lacking a floor general, I just feel like we don't facilitate the ball as good as we did with Ben. Even though I don't like him now, it's just his facilitation was good for this team. The same way uh, Chris Paul elevated the Suns from being a bottom team in the West to a top team in the West with the same exact team. Not like he came in there averaging 28 points a game. He just bettered the people around him. So people like Tobias Harris and Cork Miles and um, some other players, they're not just getting clean openings as they used to. And definitely like Danny Green, even a little that he does do. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I agree with it, actually. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you my reasoning on that and would love to hear your thoughts. But I just feel like Doc Rivers has this thing against Tyrese Maxey. Not really against him, but it, it, there's just some reason why Tyrese Maxey gets so passive in this offense. And I feel 
just my personal opinion that it echoes down from Doc Rivers. Like, we will see Tyrese Maxey in the flash of a pan just heat up, goes to the basket five times. He can get buckets. He can be aggressive, get other guys involved. Maybe not like other people yet because he's still young, but how come Tyrese Maxey gets to this point where he just starts dishing it off to everybody? I really think that echoes down from Doc Rivers, and I feel like Doc doesn't trust Maxey to do that yet. He thinks we need another playmaker. We need a guy like 2-5 back, and that frustrates me. It really does. That is very accurate because I feel like he's trying to turn him into more of a point guard standpoint to help the other players, but then it's pulling away from his his game on him seeing openings to get to the basket, whereas on now he's stopping himself and he's passing more. And it's like we know what you can do talentedly because we've seen it, but then we'll see these games where he's less aggressive. Like Embiid just talked to him a couple games back, and he was like, you know, I told him I was going to do X, Y, and Z in the next game, and then he, he did great. But then he went flat again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, I, then that's where Tobias Harris ends up taking too many shot attempts, and he just gets out of his game as well. Um, but it, there's just like a certain like hierarchy with this team some games, and I just don't like it. You can see it right out of the jump, and I don't think Doc optimizes that to the best way possible. Um and I hope it changes. Uh, yeah, I, I do, too. Yep. Hey, appreciate the call. I do, too. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, man. Have a good night. Um, you, too. Another great caller. Much love to the calls tonight. Um, MC, what's going on? Another great channel member says, I see it too, RB. It's like Doc is jealous of Tyrese. I just, I think Doc has this thing, like he's so old and stubborn sometimes where it's like he doesn't trust or he doesn't see it yet in a young guy like Tyrese Maxey because, you know, back then, like, there's a certain way you got to nurture guys. But now these kids come out so young and so early and they're ready to go. They're ready to play. Sometimes they struggle. But you got to let Maxey go. Every time we get a glimpse of that Maxey that can put up 25 points in a game, he just goes off. He just continually goes off. Um, but we got to see it keep happening. But – Either way, you know, the Sixers do get it done today. Final score, 115-109. W is a W, and I'm learning that. And I'm trying to stay more calm as we go because, let's be honest, tonight's game, did anybody really care about it? No. This is just another one of them games. You're going to wait and wait. And like I said, we're going to keep talking about this team until the trade deadline. We've heard this thing. We've heard that. There's going to be a ton of rumors that spark up. But we need to make something happen at the deadline. If, if not, then none of this will really matter. I don't think we're far off, but if we don't make a move, I don't think we're winning a championship this year, or at least having a chance to win a championship this year. So I hope we make something happen, guys. I really do. We'll take it day by day. Uh, we got a couple more games this week. Uh, who knows? We'll probably be doing some play-by-plays, might even mix in some post games. Like I said, we got we have a couple collabs coming up this week, next week. Definitely things you want to stay in tune for. So definitely hit that thumbs up for your boy. Uh, Much love to everybody coming through in the chat. And, uh, yeah, man, Sixers get it done once again. They get it done once again. So, um, yeah, who knows? Who knows, guys? What will happen at the deadline? It is the mystery of the NBA. Um, That's all we can say for now. Joel can continue to be great. He can continue to ball out. 
continue to put up 38 points, 37, 40, 50, 32. But we just got to wait and see what happens. Um, shout out to everybody in the house, man. Binaro, John, Kaya, Kane. We got to shout out. We, we got to shout out the people that stay till the end of the stream, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to start doing that more. I feel like I try to, but the people that stay till the end, man, you guys are the real ones. You guys are here late at night, hanging out, doing your thing as always. And I appreciate you so much. All the callers, great stuff, man. Ryan S, Mr. 89. Let me know you guys are in the house, man. Double N, Kevin, Kane Scott. Maxie needs to take half of Toby's shots. MC, 12 straight. Yeah, let's end it off by saying the same thing we started with. By the way, look at this. Joel has had more points than minutes in his last four games. 32, 50, 40, and 38. Come on, man. 12 straight games on the road for Joel Embiid. It is unreal. This guy is playing at an MVP level. Make it keep happening. Keep making Joel Embiid go off, man. This guy is on. He has hit that tier, man. He has hit that tier, man. Burrs Nation with a $5 donation. Thank you, my man. Another great channel member. You guys are the best, man. You guys are the best. 43 members in the Fire Take Nation. Can we keep it going? Can we keep it growing, man? Guys, follow me on Twitter, man, at RBPhillyTake. Follow me on Instagram, the same username. Hit me up on there. We can talk. Instagram, Twitter, become a channel member. It's definitely worth it. $3.99 a month. And, uh, you know, you get a bunch of exclusive perks. By the way, guys, the Fire Take Nation hoodie. We're going to be dropping some merch sometime in the next month or two, man. Got some big things coming. But, yo, don't miss out on the chance. Get the Fire Take Nation hoodie, man. Get the Fire Take Nation hoodie. Drop the yes, sir, in the chat. Yes, sir. Shout out to everybody coming through tonight, man. Appreciate it. Sixers get the W. Always a good time. Got to have a good week, though. We can go 3-0 this week, man. We could go 3-0 this week. Let's get them dubs, man. Let's get it done. Sixers get it done tonight. 115-109, 27-19. See how they come out on the next one, man. You guys have a beautiful night. Catch you on the next one. Peace.